Welcome to Random Thoughts with Nicole L. Turner. And today I want to talk to you about the things that men do that make women overanalyze. Welcome to Random Thoughts with Nicole L. Turner. So, today I want to talk to you about the things that men do that make women overanalyze. If you recall, last week or so I did a podcast about overthinking and overanalyzing. And since then I've done one or two other podcasts. And someone asked me, Nicole, why don't you ever talk about relationships anymore? So see, that's how I got started in all of this stuff. Back in 99, oh my gosh, 21 years ago, I started hosting, he said, she said, roundtables in my apartments. And then I eventually became the only woman of a four-member radio show called The Third Eye Open. But I was Nick Pitomy, the relationship expert. I had a blog site, nickpitomy.com. It's still up, but I don't um, post blogs anymore now that I'm doing podcasts and other things. But all the old blogs are still there on nickpitomy.com. And um, so I would do radio and be on TV and write blogs and even some of my, my books, in particular my third book on detox your relationship, know when to stay and when to let go. I've always talked about relationships. And so someone asked me like, Nicole, why aren't you talking about relationship stuff in any of your podcasts? And so I was like, oh yeah, hmm, what's the first thing I want to talk about? So I sent out like a mass message to many women, several women in my, in my list, right? Asking them, what are some of the things that men do that make women overanalyze? And let me tell you, the first answer I got, multiple women sent it. I felt like I was a little kid back home watching Westerns with my dad and it was quick draw McGraw as quickly as I got a response. I was like, dang, didn't I just hit send? Like, oh my gosh, did y'all even have time to receive it? And the very first thing that the women said that men do that make them overanalyze is send mix signals. Yes, fellas, those of you who are listening, one of the main things that women said men do that make women overanalyze, y'all send make signals about the relationship. You may start out one way and then you change it up without the heads up. You may consistently call and reach out and then you fall back or become inconsistent. And let me tell you, Something that irritates the hell out of me is when you do the switch up without the heads up. See, because I'm paying attention to what you're doing and I'm big on your patterns and your behaviors. And then all of a sudden you change it. You one minute you pulling me close. The next minute you pushing me back. Uh, yeah. I'm so confused and I'm playing out all these various scenarios in my head that it's your fault. The next thing I got was turn their phone face down. OMG. 
ladies, I hear you. That annoys me. <laughs> and I have even in the past asked guys like, why is your phone face down? You know, and they give you a variety of excuses. But I'm telling you, fellas, we notice when your phone is face down and we're like, oh, who's calling them? or Who's going to send them a message that they don't want us to see? It takes us to a place, right? It just takes us to a place. And to keep with that whole phone thing, put their phone on silent. You're like, I'm in your presence while your phone's on silent. Who don't you want me to know you getting a message from, right? So, fellas, just look. If you're putting your phone face down and you're in her presence and you're putting your phone on silent, she has all these things going on in her head. Keeping with the phone thing. Walk out the room when they get a phone call or they instantly hit reject. Like we don't, you know, like, like we don't, we don't notice your phone was ringing and you walked out the room or we didn't notice that your phone was ringing and you instantly hit reject. Right. Now, mind you, the rejection thing, it could just be, you know, they're giving you their attention and they don't want to be disturbed. But let's keep it real, ladies. If and fellas, if we see. You get in a phone call and it's a woman and you instantly hit reject. It's going to send our brain into like, who is she? Why he couldn't answer that phone? You know, it's just, it's hat. It's just something that we do. Now y'all are sitting there, fellas, shaking your head like it don't make no sense. But imagine being on the other side. We're around you and our phone is always face down and our phone is always on silence. We get a phone call and we walk out the room because we need some privacy. Or you're sitting beside us and our phone's ringing and you see it's a dude on the phone. Like it's a dude calling and we instantly hit reject. Or you in the car with us and you know on the Bluetooth the dude's name show up and we instantly hit reject. You like why you can't answer the phone on speaker? Don't act like y'all wouldn't feel some kind of way too. Don't make us out to be the crazy ones. Ugh. His words and actions aren't in alignment. Look, this goes back to me. It's kind of like the whole mixed signals things. We're taught to pay attention to the person's actions, right? But then on one hand, you're like, oh my gosh, you have to pay attention to their words. Like my dad has always told me when a man tells you something, like especially if a man tells you he's not ready, regardless of what his actions are saying, he told you he was not ready. Let me tell you, I done dated a few. Who said, I'm not ready. But their action said, yeah, I am ready. Right? And let me, let me go back to this whole, this whole mixed signals things and actions not lining up. And then I actually, I'm, I can't remember, and detox your relationship, know when to stay and when to let, let go. I talk about a dude I dated. And, um, and I really liked him. Like he could have been the one, like he really could have been the one, but I was in a different headspace back then. You know, I met him, I'm in my twenties and I'm just kind of like getting acclimated to the DC area and I'm, I'm still trying to figure me out. But I very vividly remember him saying, I met him out in the club. I very vividly remember him saying to me, you know, we've been dating for a little while and you know, he had just finished med school and he was doing his residency and, and he was like, I can't do you and my residency. I can't. So I'm like, okay, well, we ain't kicking it no more. Right. But what he failed to tell me was that 
although he said he can't do me and his residency, a relationship with me and his residency, that there was this expectation that somewhere or another, I was still going to be loyal, right? <laughs> I'm still going to act like we're in this thing. And, and over the years, there were, there were instances where, you know, that, that showed up, like there was an expectation and he felt some betrayal. And I'm like, but, but your word said you, I'm so confused, right? Now, what am I supposed to do? Cause you're confusing me. And, and guys do that. They'll tell you they're not ready for a relationship with you. But then in some ways they still expect you to, to act like you're in a relationship. And that takes me to something that someone else said yesterday and, and their response. They said, telling her you're not ready for a relationship, but you expect her to give you relationship benefits. And then someone sent me a meme that said, telling her you're not ready for a relationship, but expecting her to give you relationship benefits is abuse. It's confusing. It's hurtful. Stop it. OMG. Yes, fellas. You say to her, I'm not, I'm just not there. I'm not ready for a relationship. But you still want all the benefits that come with the relationship, right? And so if something pop off and she's beha behaving a certain way and acting a certain way, you can tell her, well, I told you at the gate, I wasn't ready for a relationship. But you're doing everything that says just the opposite. There's an inconsistency with your words and your actions. You're sending her mixed signals. And then you, you wonder why she's her... Mentally, she's spiraling out of control. Yeah, you set all of that in the motion. And then this, you disappear for days and then pop up like nothing happened. Don't want to give no explanation. Like, where the hell you been? You, you ain't get my text messages? You ain't get my phone calls? Did you ghost me? What happened? <laughs> and then they don't want to tell you. And then get mad. Cause you asking them what happened. Like they didn't just disrespect you and just disappear. Like, yeah, that's kind of like the, uh, inconsistency thing. You know, when I talked about mixed signals, like you do the switch up without the heads up. And then when you call them out, like, why are you acting different? You used to call me all the time. Now you don't call me all the time. You used to reach out during the day. Now you don't reach out during the day. You used to be very responsive. Now you ain't responsive. And then you calling them out and they're like, why are you acting like that? We, you ain't, I ain't your boyfriend. You're not my girlfriend. Why are you acting like that? Oh, but you want me to act like I'm your girlfriend and give you girlfriend benefits. But when it's convenient, then you throw up in my face. I ain't your girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's how they justify that whole, well, we ain't together. So I so when I disappeared for a few days and then I pop up like nothing happened. Now, fellas, you know, we as women, we pay attention to everything. We are the FBI, the CIA, the NSA, all, all, yeah, all the three letter agencies. That's who we are, right? So we done peeped some stuff. We have investigated some stuff. And because we pay attention to everything, we start to notice differences in behavior. We've already peeped something before you just disappeared and went ghost and then you pop back up like ain't nothing happened. But then you don't feel like you owe us an explanation. But then, you get mad when we create explanations in our head when you could have just talked to us? Yeah. 
And someone else said, wanting to stay friends after the relationship is over. Y'all broke up, but they still want to be connected to you. What's that about? Why you still want to be connected to me? Oh, you think I'm an amazing person, but you didn't want to act right when we were together? But let me, let me talk about this friends thing for a minute. Let, let, let me deviate just for a brief moment. Y'all know that's what I do, right? <laughs> friends. How many people are in romantic relationships with people that they would never even choose as a friend? Like, as a friend in general, without any romantic interaction, that person is probably somebody you would not even choose as a friend, but you're in a romantic relationship with them. So I want you to think about your best guy friend, your best girlfriend, um, and the type of relationships you have. A lot of times those friendships, those people are like our family. They become our family. But you're in relationships with people that you're not even friends with. And then that also is confusing. Go back to these mixed signals things. When you're romantically involved with somebody, but they're on that okie doke. I call it the okie doke BS, right? Um, when they're in the midst of that mixed signals and being inconsistent and doing the switch up without the heads up. They don't even treat you like a friend. You two are romantically involved, but they don't even treat you like a friend. Because when you think about how they treat their best friends, they don't treat you like that. Do they, do they check on you? If you tell them you're going through something, do they follow up with you to see how your mental health and your well-being is? We tend to pray for our friends. Do they even pray for you? Like in general, not pray for you from a romantic perspective, but pray for you as a friend. Do they have your back? Do they answer the phone when you call or do they take forever to call you back? Right? Like if you're stranded, this is always a measuring stick for me. I always ask guys, if I'm stranded on the side of the road at three o'clock in the morning, can I call you? Or you going to come get me? Yeah, we got AAA. We got roadside. But usually when a woman is involved with a guy romantically, he's the first person we want to call when we're in a dire situation. And we want to know that he has our back. He's right there for us. A lot of guys are not there. Half the time they don't answer the phone when you call. Don't call you back. You got to call them back. Yeah, because they don't see you as a friend. And there's so many people in romantic relationships with people who is not their friend. If you were not romantically involved with them, they would not, you would not be friends with them because they don't meet your criteria of what a real friend is. Okay, let me take it back <laughs> to the things the women said. And I've already touched on this changes in his routine, switch it up without the heads up. Cause look, dude, men, we as women pay attention to everything. We notice when there's a difference in your behavior. We notice when you act and brand new. Next, someone said, all of a sudden he is super busy with work. <laughs> Two can play that game was one of my favorite movies back in the day. And that's one of the things Vivica Fox always said was a true indication of a guy stepping out or a guy doing something is when he all of a sudden is, I was just busy with work, babe. All of a sudden I'm super busy when before he was readily available. Now, all of a sudden, he's super busy, for real. And now we're playing all these different scenarios. He only texts and never calls. You look, we too old. We ain't, we, most of the people who are on my podcast are millennials on the cusp of uh, Gen Xers or Gen Xers. We too old to be having text ships. So if a person doesn't call you, don't make time for you, all they do is text you, yeah. And so because some men display that type of behavior, women go into this overthinking thing 
or he waits too long to text between messages. Now, sometimes a person really is busy and they caught up in their day, right? And so you got to give them a pass sometimes. But if he's all the time like waiting so long to text you, especially if in the beginning he used to text you with the quickness and now it's like he's taking forever. Like we don't know. Y'all don't looked at the phone and, and you saw our message and you didn't respond. And I always look when people do that, I'll be like, now nah, I know you didn't talk to somebody during this day. And I know you have text somebody during this day, but you didn't text me back. What's that about? So then you send the brain into overload, right? Another person said in the beginning stages of the relationship, he tells you that he really likes you. But when you tell him the same, he gets all distant as if you're trying to be too serious too quickly. It's like, this is the thing. I say women do the choosing and guys dictate how the relationship goes. And the reason why people say, why do you say women do the choosing? Because the word says he who find it. Yeah, the word says he who find it, but the woman has to say yes. Right. So the woman does the choosing. And the reason why I say men dictate how the relationship go, we've heard the expression, mom ain't happy, ain't nobody happy, happy wife, happy life, right? How you treat that woman really does dictate how the relationship goes. So it's really about you. So if you set the stage and you act like you all into her and you tell her you like her and you're doing things that show her you like her. And then all of a sudden when she is showing you the same because she's playing follow the leader, you're the leader. She's mimicking your behavior. You have told her it's okay to display this type of behavior. And then all of a sudden you, you flip the script. You want to get distant. You, you feeling like she got too serious too quickly, but you set the stage for that. You gave her the okay. You gave her the green light. And now you want to put up a stop sign. Come on now, fellas. Come on, come on, come on. Someone else said, he wants to spend time with you, but doesn't follow through. Oh, yeah, we need to get together. Yes, we should go out. Yes, we should do X, Y, and Z. But then he never follows up. Those just words, girl. Just words. And then you wonder why, fellas, we're over here like, why does he do that? Why isn't he making time? Because we know people make time for what they want to make time for. It doesn't matter how busy you are. Look, let me tell you, I done dated the busiest of busies and I've dated those who ain't had much going on. When a man really wants to spend time with a woman, nothing can keep him from spending time with a woman. So a lot of men, they be juggling, right? They want to keep you in the peripheral. They think you cool. They think there's something there about you that piques their interest. But they're either juggling multiple people or they're just not really feeling you like that. And they some wusses and don't want to be like man up and tell you, you know, I ain't really feeling you like that. Then they be like, I don't want to hurt her feelings. Yeah, but your actions are hurting her feelings more than your words would. Right. So just be a man about it. Tony Braxton said, just be a man about it. Let me let me go to one of the next things. Somebody said he lies. Oh. Man, I once dated this dude. He was a compulsive liar. And, and it was an insult to me because I'm super smart. And and you think that I'm boo-boo the fool. Like, we can't see through the lies. And it, it's so amazing to me that y'all will tell a lie. And y'all, uh, and you think we can't see through the lie. You think we just that stupid. Again, let me tell you. We're the three agencies. The CIA, NSA, FBI. We're the three-letter agencies. So we, don't already, we already see through the lies. And a lot of times we won't call you out on the lies. 
We want to, we won't let you know that we know you lying. But it goes, it goes in that bucket. Cause on November 12th, 8.59 PM, 2014, you said X, Y, and Z. I'm going to ask you, April, April 4th, 11, 12 AM, 2015. I'm going to ask you something that's going to confirm for me that you lied to me six months ago. See, you don't forgot about the lies because y'all can't keep up with the lies. And you have moved on and told 50 million lies since then. But I ain't forgot. We women, we don't forget. Look, I tell folks, as long as you tell the truth, even if it pisses us off in that moment, we're going to be mad in that moment. And you won't have to deal with the madness in that moment. But when you lie to us, that one lie makes us question everything else you say to us. And that one lie can last for years. When all you had to do was tell the truth. I don't know why it's so difficult for men to tell the truth. Like, how would you feel if we lied to y'all like y'all lied to us? Mm. Somebody else said he comes home hours late with no explanation. Now, if we living together, we married, we living together, whatever. And you, you, you usually get home around 530 if you work in the office pre-COVID or during COVID and um, you show up three hours late but you ain't text me told me you were going to be late you ain't call me told me you were going to be late you just show up in the house late and you don't want to give me no explanation and then when I'm asking for one you get all mad oh that's going to take me to the next one that somebody says when he gives you a reason to be mad at him and tries to flip the switch when you call him out on it call him out on whatever he did to upset you and then all of a sudden he mad at you Man, I think y'all read from the same book. Because this one right here, all of y'all try that. When you know you guilty of something, when you know your stuff is shady, when we calling you out on some behavior, then you try to act like all of a sudden you got PhDs in psychology and something and you want to flip it on us. And then act like you mad at us. Or better yet, some of y'all want to create an argument to distract from what we calling you out on, thinking that we ain't going to come back to it keep telling y'all we smart man we smart and then someone else said generally secretive not forthcoming answering questions in general tones general y'all know how y'all do first of all a sure a sure tell is when they answer a question with the question yeah fellas when y'all answer a question with the question uh-uh be like nah see you are avoiding or you're lying, or you don't want to tell us the truth. One of the others. Or you being very general in how you respond, like all of a sudden you the politician running for office. That's how you respond to the question. Yeah. Mm. So let's see. Let me let me recap. I know this has been a little longer than most, but let me let me recap, fellas. Some of the things that y'all do, because I'm sure there are other things, but this is some of the things, the responses I got back from women. Generally secretive, not forthcoming. Answer questions in general tones. Secretive with and possessive with your phones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Turn your phones face down. Put your phone on silent. Walk out the room when you get a phone call. 
reject calls, especially if it's from women. Send mixed signals about the relationship. You start out one way, then you change it up on us. You may consistently call us and reach out, but then you fall off. Your words and your actions aren't in alignment. You tell us you're not ready for a relationship, but you want us to act like we in a relationship with, with you. You disappear for days and pop up like nothing happened. You want to be friends when the relationship was over, but you never treated me like a friend when we were in the relationship. All of a sudden, you so busy. Mm-hmm. You only text me. You never call. You wait too long between text messages. In the beginning, you act like you really like us. And then when we follow suit and act like we really like you, then all of a sudden, it's too much too soon. We want to take things too quickly, be too serious. You come home with no explanations. When you've done something to make us angry, you try to flip the script. And then you lie. Look. All I got to do is tell the truth. You ain't got to lie, Craig. So, fellas, look, you can't be walking around mad at us because we overanalyze, overthink, display certain behaviors that you deem to be crazy when your behaviors are the ones that made us crazy. Your behaviors are the one that made us overanalyze and overthink. Look, just be a man about it. Tell the woman the truth. Be consistent. That's all you got to do if you want us to stop thinking. Stop overanalyzing. It's really that simple. Thank you for tuning in to Random Thoughts with Nicole L. Turner.